0: And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, I've got my brother Travis with me as always, and um, we, got, we got some news to, to share. Yeah, sure, it's news. So we realized something. You know what New Dust is all about. Diving into the the non-singles uh, you know of albums from artists that we all know and love. The problem is, for the last couple of years, Travis and I have just kind of been
1: using this platform to just share some of our favorite artists and albums. I mean, you think about it, that's that's what the intro does say. We do say some of our favorite records. Very true. But, but let's think about it. here. Let's focus on the first part of our intro. Uh-huh. So you know, part of our mantra here is that we talk about the songs that weren't singles, the hidden gems. But when we talk about bands that nobody's heard of, A or B, don't have any singles on the album to begin with. It kind of strays away from the spirit of of the show, right? And so, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I feel like that's just hardwired into to
0: us as music lovers. You know, back when we had New Dust, our music blog, that was the entire point of that blog was to share music from from underground. You know, or unsigned bands. You know, and that's what we live for, dude. So naturally, we over time, for the most part, on this podcast, we've been kind of sharing hidden gems. <laughs> you know hidden albums or you yeah know, you can say we've that. been, we've, been sh- we've well yeah we've been we've been sharing artists and albums that we love but we're going to change gears and start covering some super
1: popular artists some of the super popular albums the heavy hitters you know and, and here's the thing we're going to we're going to try to stay true at least to you know these have to be albums that we enjoy right but we're also going to try to challenge ourselves in 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 listening to albums that you know we may know the the singles that everybody else knows and we may actually not listen to the band on the regular but we're going to challenge ourselves to listen to an album and try to find songs that are badass that that we literally have never heard because we only know the singles which is exactly the 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 part the, the point of the show right yeah is hey, let's listen to these great albums, and 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 you know, hey, maybe there's a, a song that you've overlooked or that I've overlooked for, you know, years because I I only know the band because of the singles. Yeah. But we're we're only gonna we're only gonna do it do an episode on it if we think it 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 warrants an episode, right? Right. Like to give an example, real quick. I just I think it'd be fun to cover a band
0: like Def Leppard or something. There's got to be at least one Def Leppard album.
1: That has some badass songs, you know, hidden gems that no one's ever heard before. Right, and if you're listening to this this episode and you're a Def Leppard fan, you're probably screaming at your iPod <laughs> or your into your car radio or yeah. wherever you listen to podcasts, saying, like, "Oh, you got to listen to this album and this song and oh, this and that." So anyway, yeah,
0: but we are gonna keep we're we are gonna keep the format in that every other episode is gonna be a sidetrack, and that's where we're still gonna continue to to really dig deep. You know what I mean? And find, find some stuff that, that is maybe unheard of or, you know, dive into, like, a member of, of a certain band's, like, side projects or something.
1: Yeah. In some of our earlier episodes, that is what we tried to do. Like, for example, our very first episode was Alice in Chains' Dirt, which is obviously one of those records that would fall under this category of hugely popular record. Um, and our sidetrack for that was Green River, I think the band was. Yeah. Which is kind of credited as being one of the first... Bands to get the grunge label attributed to them so that's a perfect example of like what the sidetrack was intended to be about and you know over the the years you know we've it's it's not as easy or or as uh you know consistent finding sidetracks for some of this more obscure stuff that we've we've covered a lot of times the sidetracks have have almost just turned into another episode entirely that's really not even related to the the band that we talked about previously. So we're going to stray away from that and get back on, get back on track, if you will, and try to stick to the, the spirit of, of uh, what we say at the beginning of every episode, you know? And I'm excited, dude, I'm pumped about this. So next week, we're going to get
0: the ball rolling, spend some time in the nineties and we're going to cover smashing pumpkins and their album Gish from 1991. So that's going to be, that's going to be fun, dude. And we'll, yeah, we'll hang out in the nineties for a little bit, but We'll, we'll pick some of the more well-known um, artists and albums from that decade. And yeah, dude,
1: I'm excited. So anyways, let's let's move on. Yes, let's move on. It's a little sidetrack today. So this is going to be our, our last episode in this batch of electronic music that we've done the last few weeks. And uh, we figured a good sidetrack for last week's episode on Daft Punk uh, would be the soundtrack to a movie Called Irreversible, which is a 2002 French experimental psychological thriller drama film.
0: Dude, that, every, every single uh, genre yeah. all, crammed, all crammed into one there.
1: Yes. According to Wikipedia, it's a experimental psychological thriller drama film. That's
0: like, <laughs> psychological <donated>. thriller drama com. <laughs>
1: uh, not, not a comedy, cue. Not a comedy. No. It was done by Mr. Thomas Bengaltar which is one half of the Daft Punk, the masked duo. And man, so I don't know how this this album got on my radar because I remember finding it back in the day of the the days of Napster and LimeWire and Kazaa, right? Damn, that long ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so before Spotify. So I don't know because I mean. Hang on now. Is this even on Spotify? No, the okay. the soundtrack is not on Spotify, so I don't know how I how I came to to or how I stumbled upon this album, but either way, we've referenced this before, and we actually <laughs> referenced it in the very first episode, the Allison Chains episode.
2: Oh yeah,
1: so we were That's talking right. about the track on Dirt called "Rain When I Die," and how the intro and like Lane Staley's voice had sort of this like droning kind of like uh uneasy feeling to it yeah and there's a gut wrenching yeah like just kind of yeah makes you feel off like something's off right so there's a track on this soundtrack called rectum and i haven't seen the movie because i've heard that it's it's got some pretty graphic brutal scenes in it one of which is a rape scene and this song is played during that scene and Here's a little known fact, Q. People were left feeling nauseous and, and having feelings of vertigo uh, in the theater. Probably didn't help that there was a rape scene going on at the same time. But if you listen to this track independently of watching the film, like it does give you this sense of uneasiness. Yeah. And apparently, the reason that, that this this is is because he used a noise frequency of 28 hertz, which apparently is is a frequency known to you know produce those those feelings like nauseous feelings like that so obviously he you know from like a composer like perspective like he's doing a scene a rape scene nausea and vertigo like that's he you know he did that on purpose right i mean that's oh totally that's smart on his part right in a way because it's like i'm gonna try to make you feel the way that this this victim is feeling right anyway um we're not going to play that song for you. <laughs> if you want to check it out, though, if you're curious, if you're like, hey, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll, we'll see if I get nauseous. Then, yeah, go, go play it. Go look it up on YouTube. It's called Rectum. Um, but, again, it, it's not a pleasant song to listen to. We're going to play a little bit more of the um, the more electronic-centric songs that are a little bit more Daft, Punk, Daft Punk-y. Punky. right, so, yeah, Q. Um, this is sidetrack, so we're going to keep it Nice and sweet, short and sweet. is another way to say that. And um, yeah, let's just play the first track that we're gonna we're gonna talk about here. So this one is called, and it has a very appropriate title. It's called Night Beats.
0: got some nice outrun vibes yes definitely
1: very synth wavy i love it dude yeah it's great man and like you know it's called night beats like that's the exact imagery that you get in your in your mind or at least i do yeah just driving around in the city at night yep we've talked about that before how certain songs give you that 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 vibe you know yeah we especially talked about that on our Amen tobin episode but yeah um so he released some of the stuff from Irreversible on some some singles like he he basically basically there, there's some stuff on the soundtrack that is from his earlier work so he you know wasn't written for the movie um but some of the stuff like 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 I said Rectum and then um that song we just played appeared on the film and then he he released them as a single, uh, the, the the following year on a twelve inch called Outrage. So uh, it looks like this is this is his first soundtrack work. It is. He he did another movie called Climax, and that came out in two thousand eighteen. So relatively new. Um, I've listened to that too. I think it's it's got similar, you know, it's in the same pocket of. Uh, cool of atmosphere and whatnot. Not that I've seen it, but I'm saying the soundtrack matches the, the the same vibes as irreversible. So anyway, um yeah let's play the next one here, Q. So this is the very the very next track on the record. And it's called Stress.
0: You know that kind of reminds me of um the Stranger Things score a little bit.
1: Yeah, well so I mean here I mean yes, you're right and I think that's because it's to bring this full circle back to our our Com True's episode which I think was our first episode in this series of electronic music that we've talked about. It's yeah, it's the outrun synthwave 80s sound, right? That that could be a song off of a John Carpenter film. Yeah, yeah, especially with that totally. that 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 sine wave kind of
2: mm-hmm.
1: god, is that the right word? Q. That's what I a sine so. wave sounds like, right? That thing. The one that's Bow. just ever present. <laughs> no, not that one. Oh, uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. But I what's gotcha. funny is like the the, the one that's 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 ever present as you said. Kind of reminded me of I mean, again it's John Carpenter of the the Halloween theme. Mm. Uh, same melody, kind of, you know, composition of the the, you know, it obviously wasn't a piano like the Halloween theme, but I mean, this is you know, like we said, this is a this is an experimental psychological thriller drama film, so like there's probably <laughs> elements and there's there's rape scenes, there's there's a really violent, and I've actually watched this scene on YouTube. There's this really violent, uh, beating scene where this guy beats a homeless person to death with a fire extinguisher to the face. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. The reason I looked it up is because, and this is Reddit for you. People were like, I heard that the film crew literally found a homeless person and gave him some beer and brought him into the the set, and he actually killed a homeless person in that film. (laughs) But the reason- That would be a snuff film, right? Yeah. But the reason they say that is because- it looks really, uh, you know, pretty realistic. That's cuz they used CGI, apparently. But anyway, yeah, sure. um you, you got to the bottom of it? No. No one was killed. I can't confirm that, Q. But according to Wikipedia to CGI, okay. I'm going to I'm going to choose to believe that. Okay. That's good. So, um anyway, that 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 song could definitely be in a horror film, right? Yeah. It has that sense of that you know, it's called stress. The name of the song is called Stress. It gives you that feeling of suspense. Um and like we were saying earlier, it's got that eighties that eighties movie. It's those score, minor sound. minor minor
0: chords, minor tones. Sure. Right. I know what I'm talking. There you go. Yeah.
1: Why not cute? <laughs> so anyway, um watch the film at your own risk. But at the very least uh, you, you can find it on YouTube. You can find the whole soundtrack on YouTube. It's not on Spotify. Um, I'm sure it's there's other places you can listen to it. But look up the uh, the irreversible soundtrack. There's a playlist that has all the songs. You can just push play and listen to it. Listen to the song Rectum at your own risk as well, because like we said, it really does make you feel uneasy when you listen to it. And yeah, um, it, it really does. Yeah. So anyway, um, Roger Ebert Q. We all remember him. Rest in peace. He said, "Q, that this is a movie so violent and cruel that most people will find it unwatchable." So there you go. Anyway, um, so yeah, not a lot of the Daft Punk stuff sounds like this. There is a track on on the um on the on the Tron soundtrack that has a similar vibe to the first song that we played, mm-hmm. but um, you know, much like a lot of musicians, to me at least of the ones that I've listened to who have branched off and done their own soundtrack work, like um, Johnny Greenwood, Mm. They, they tend to use the soundtrack as a, as a way to experiment. Right. And like do things that they normally don't get to do with their, their main project. Right. So that seems to be the case with Thomas. Obviously he's doing electronic music and dance music in some instances, but it is, you know, sort of a step aside from the Daft Punk stuff, which is, which is cool. And that also proves that that
0: Daft Punk, you know, is a truly collaborative ep- effort, you know. It it's a, they're definitely both contributing to the to to what you hear when you hear a Daft Punk song. It's not, you know,
1: one's it's not one not one-sided or anything. Yeah, there's there seems to be a lot of um electronic duos, which is interesting cuz you know, like Tycho, right? Or not Tycho. Uh Tosca, when we did an episode on them. That's two guys. Um, The Underworld. Thievery thievery Corporation. Underworld is another band. So yeah, Q, that's that. A nice, quick sidetrack. And it's time for our beloved segment, What You Heard. But before we do that, Q, let's take a quick break. And we're back. All right, Q. Uh, I'm gonna go first because my pick is an electronic song mm. from a U.S. born, U.K. based producer. Mm. Um, so I've been a fan of this guy. the The funny thing is, the very first song of this guy, he goes by Dowd, D A U W D. The very first time I heard one of his tracks was actually on a playlist that Mr. Scott Hansen himself, a.k.a. Tycho, put out on his his graphic design blog that he runs called ISO50 years ago. Uh, He had like a year-end playlist, and there's a song off the album Heat Division, and it was actually called Heat Division, was the name of the track, and like I've been listening to the guy ever since. Anyway, um he just released a, a new single uh called Psh <laughs> that's good that's called be... Yeah,
0: it's gonna suck.
1: <laughs> it's called P-S-S-S-H or yeah. Psh 001. So here's the thing. Psh. Here's the thing. Uh he released a a new okay, I shouldn't say he released. Uh, hold on, let me type this out. Pishish. He started a new label called that. Psh. Psssh. It's <laughs> fucking dumb. I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you gonna make me say this out loud? Pish. Pish. Yeah, that's like that's like the Spoon album. Yeah. Ga, 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 ga. Right. Yeah. Anyway, they released a new a, a new label, and then to sort of kick it off, he came out with this this three track EP. Called Pish Pish what the fuck. PSSH Pish zero zero one. So obviously, because it's the first first release on the label. So uh we're gonna listen to a song, track two, called Idris. And what's interesting about this I think it's Idris. Here, or Idris. Like Idris Elba. Not, yeah. Not that's about what was the same, Idris. but whatever. Or is it? That is a Yeah, yeah All right, all right okay, okay, So what's cool about this? It has his typical sound, which is ambient, house, techno kind of stuff. But this record in particular, which I haven't heard him do before, it's got these like Afro. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote them here: Afro diasporic rhythms, and wow. you'll hear like a, a sample, like a vocal sample, which is really cool. Anyway, so here it is. This song is called Idris.
3: il come il Pigneto è un quartiere rovinato da tante gente che ci vengono a fare cose ora ci siamo gente bravi
0: That's a that's a really good example of um, like a sample heavy electronic song. I really liked all the different percussive samples that he threw in
1: there. Yeah, and, and what's great about you know incorporating the 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 you know Afro rhythms and stuff. That's kind of a, a you know a callback to early early like dub music, you know. Right. That's yeah. kind of the origins of of that's of where that it all China started. Stuff down tipo, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, a little bit more about this guy. Just I thought that this was worth mentioning. He has released records on Ghostly International, Compact, which is another really well-known electronic Mm -hmm. label. And he had an album that came out and it was actually featured on our, our top 100 of the last decade playlist called Theory of Colors. That was released on Ninja Tune, which is another huge electronic label. So this guy, I mean, that's like the who's who of electronic record labels. And he's he's been on all three of them. Uh, so anyway, uh, again, the guy's name is Dowd, or he goes by Dowd. Um, that's D-A-U-W-D. And yeah, he just put out this, this track that we just played um, a couple days ago. So, or, yeah. About a week ago. So anyway, that was uh that song was called Idris. It was by Dowd. So Q, what you got for us? So it's a song I heard at a coffee shop a few days ago.
0: I was working on I was piecing together one of our episodes. Have you heard of a indie pop duo that goes by Los Walters? Nope. So they're apparently pretty well known in Puerto Rico. That's where that's where they're from. Um it's kind of in the, kind of reminds me of like Cut Copy or, uh, what was that band, like Caribou, that kind of stuff, kind of, you know, a bit electronic, you know, uh, it's and I think it's, a, it's an actual band, you know, with in, instruments, and I believe they tour with, with a drummer and a few other people, but um, anyways, I heard the song off of uh, their latest EP, it came out in 2018, it's called Caramello. And um, this is the first track on the album, it's called (laughs) Kalma.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really liked the uh, like the, the the music, the instruments, and in that. The singing kind of reminded me of MGMT a little bit. Yeah, like, I thought I thought
0: that too. They're like the the Puerto Rican MGMT.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Good stuff. Maybe I'll uh, check out more of what they got. What's funny is, like, you know, sometimes I I look at your screen mm-hmm. uh, and I saw like a small thumbnail of the album art. Yeah, and I thought that you were bringing like a 80s, an eighties an eighties hip hop group to the table just from, mm. like, a squint that I was yeah. doing and looking at the record. Because it looks like they're wearing jumpsuits, which made me think of, like, like track suits, you know? Yeah, no, that's not Colourful them. I don't know who that track is, suits. I don't not think the, that's, that's not the I artist.
0: Don't, I don't think that's them. Oh, no, interesting. Okay. I don't know who that is. Um. So, they yeah, so they have a few a few full-length albums. Um, and this was their la- latest, like, handful of albums, that, or handful of songs that, that's that been released. So they, they've released a few singles after this one. But anyways, yeah, that's a band called... Los Walters and their uh Puerto Rican indie pop band. That song was called Calma or Calma. I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Anyways, that's that's gonna do it for us today, man. Let's wrap this up.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to to change our format up a little bit here. Or I shouldn't say change the format. format's gonna be the same. Change our our, our focus on what, what kind of records we're gonna talk about because in the past, I mean it's not like we haven't talked about hugely, you know, popular records in the past. Like we've done an episode on Metallica. We've done an episode on
0: we did Sabbaths cold, really. We or did yeah, Coldplay. We've yeah. done yeah.
1: back. And looking back on those episodes, I feel like, you know, those are those are really fun and more interesting conversations typically ensue from from talking about records like that because there's just so much there to talk about. There's so much history with these bands. There's so much Yeah.
0: And one thing I want to do more of which we we were doing a lot of when we first started this up. I want to find really good interview clips and and maybe even concert uh, clips yes. to play more yes. of. And you know when we when we dive into these some of these more you know uber successful popular bands,
1: those would be a little bit easier to to find. Oh my god, yeah, dude. Yeah, there probably there's probably no no interview clips out there of of you know what Kiln. Apparently, those guys never. <laughs> Right, never show their faces. They try to stay anonymous. Um, right. Anyway, that's not to say that we're not gonna that we're not gonna do obscure records ever again. Like, that's, that's what not, I was gonna say. That's like, not that's the case. Right. But you know, just to 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 keep things keep things um, interesting for the listeners, we're gonna talk about um, more popular records that, that you may have listened to, bands that you probably know and love, and hopefully introduce you to some songs from them. From records you love that maybe you don't pay that much attention to, or, or you skip over to get to the singles. That's yeah. kind of the spirit of the show, and I feel like we've kind of gone off track a little bit just with our our uh, thirst cue <laughs> for sharing unheard music with people. It's kind of what I I like to do. It's one of my passions. That's yeah. It's it's what we live to and be, breathe, man. Is to be the music snob at the office who's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of these guys before?"
0: I know you've heard electronic music, but have you heard IDM? Um,
1: yeah, exactly. I remember telling <laughs> that story before, where somebody yeah. thought I made that up, right, because, and thought I was like being a complete snob about it. Yeah, I only listen to intelligent dance music. Did you push up your your glasses frames
0: from Probably. from the bridge of your nose when you as you said IDM?
1: After pushing my glasses up on my nose, I only listen to intelligent dance music. <laughs> And I can, you know, hey, that does sound kind of made up, but it's not. <laughs> it I didn't, I didn't make that shit up. Anyway, IDM is probably one of my favorite electronic subgenres, but whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Yep. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to talk about Smashing Pumpkins' first studio release, first studio album, full length album, Gish. Came out in 1991. 90s music is probably 90s rock in particular is probably my favorite. Um, my favorite decade of, of, of music. Um, I, th- I think so too. Specifically rock. Yes. I mean, obviously 90s. we've talked about this a billion times, like our wheelhouse, like the music that we really came into music with was the stuff that was happening when we were in high school, which is like the two thousands. Right. Right. But there's just something about grunge in particular, man. And the nineties rock sound that I keep going back to over and over and over again. So I'm excited to to spend some time with some beloved nineties records. Um, and I think we talked about we, we want to do an episode on No Doubt at some point. Um, and one of their their popular records. We could probably do a well, we've already done an REM episode. But um, no, we can do another REM episode, man. We could, yeah. Yeah, we could. I did a I did one of the more obscure ones anyway, I think. So yeah. anyway, um that's that. Possibilities are endless. Endless, man. We're, yeah, we we were joking that like we could almost go through and just talk about The Rolling Stones 500 best albums of all time and just go through those, but we want to be a little bit more um I don't want to say picky, but we want to, you know,
0: but a little bit not more fun let, Let's it.
1: not let Rolling Stone do, do all the work for us. Right, right, exactly. But that's that's the idea. We're going to talk about iconic records. Uh, iconic bands and uh, i'm I'm looking forward to it so we'll start that off next week uh again with the pumpkins and uh it's gonna be good times man
0: yeah dude so as always uh you can find us on the pantheon podcast network along with a lot of other really great music heavy podcasts um that's pantheonpodcasts.com we also have our own website, nofillerpodcast.com. There you can dive into our show notes, check out the track lists from each show, all that fun stuff. We are also on Twitter now, at nofillerpodcast, and uh, you can also send us an email directly It's nofillerpodcast at gmail.com. So we'll be shouting at you again next week with, with uh, a listen to Smashing Pumpkins debut album Gish, and that ought to do it. Thanks. As always, so much for listening. My name is Quentin.
1: My name is Travis.
0: Y'all take care.